The month of October serves as both Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Pregnancy and Infant Loss Awareness Month. October is a month dedicated to taking care of our breasts and drawing mostly women's attention to the state of their breasts. Early detection of cancer in your breast can save you from problems and troubles. Late detection comes with mastectomy, the sadness, the emotions, the overwhelming thoughts. Early detection includes simple procedures such as lumpectomy, which is basically removing the cancer cells from the breast. You don't have to be scared. Breast cancer can be treated. Breast cancer is not scary until it gets to the IV stage where it's spread to most parts of your body or both parts of your breasts. It's a month where we are trying to reduce the stigma around breast cancer. It's not a disease that is scary. All you need to do is to make sure that you know the state of your breast. So it's not just October that you're supposed to be checking your boobs. It's a month where we tell people you need to focus on your breast. Basically teaching people that from January to December, you must be checking the state of your breast day in, day out, or probably some days during a week. So just know when there's a change in your breasts. Sometimes you might not be able to tell. So being screened twice or three times in a year can help. Being paranoid about breast cancer can be very detrimental to your mental health. What you need to do is to make sure that you know the state of your breast from January to December. Keep checking for lumps and keep getting screened. Keep talking to your specialist about the breast cancer and symptoms and stages and whatnot. Keep educating yourself about it and don't stay paranoid. Just relax and get your breasts screened. Lastly, our friends back in Nigeria are fighting really hard and protesting really hard to have their police systems reformed and to end SARS. It's very important that people involved in the protest take care of their mental health and it's very important that people in other countries supporting the movement also take care of your mental health. Stand with Nigeria and the social movement end SARS. SARS must end now. People who haven't heard about this but want to help Nigeria can hop on to sign petitions and check in on their Nigerian friends as a sign of support. Keep using the hashtag EndSARSNow or SARSMustEnd. Keep letting your voice be heard. Hi, grab yourself a glass of water and take this painkiller. How do you feel? Better? My name's Coco and welcome to the community that reeks of self-love, self-care and confidence. We provide support to people looking forward to smashing altars of depression and anxiety in their lives. Join us as we spread love, light and hope. Today we've got a resource person. We're starting the Pain Pot series, which is conversations with both on everything human. And today I've got a very good friend of mine who's family in the person of Rudolf. Um, Rudolf, are you there? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Awesome. Welcome to Painkillers. Uh, thank you for having me, man. It's an honor. It's a big honor to be here with you and your listeners. You're welcome. So, would you tell us a bit about yourself? Okay. Well, my name is Rudolf Brenner. Dutch born to a Ghanaian parents. I currently reside in London. I'm a motivational speaker and I've got an online media company called Unashamed TV. And I believe that I'm really funny. <laughs> I've got good energy. I like to dance. I like to play football, you know, and yeah, that's that's me really, yeah. Okay. <laughs> awesome. But there's one thing I wanted to ask you. I think you didn't add one thing. Um, I figured What's out that? that you launched a podcast in June. You yes. haven't really started it, but then, you know, I think you launched it and I think you're waiting to start doing something with it. And yes. Could you tell us a bit about that? I know it's a podcast geared towards bridging the gap between Ghanaian spread across the globe and the motherland and vice versa. Yeah, so tell yeah. us a bit more about that. That's the Rudolf Brainer podcast, right? That's right, that's right, yeah. So I've got a podcast that we I'm hoping to launch very soon. It's mm. called the Rudolf Brainer podcast and it's all about uplifting us as a people. Um, some of the struggles that we're facing as Africans, as a black people, uh, I mean, when you turn on the news, you can see what's happening to us, especially uh, the diasporas abroad. And, yeah. and, I, and I believe there's a there's a big gap between the diasporas and the ones at home. You know, sometimes 
um we feel like we feel like we're not one family but however i see is that we're one family you know it's just that your location doesn't determine different. yeah it's yeah. just your your location is different but we're still one family and the the struggle that we're going through here if you was on this side you would go through it here as well and yeah. the struggles that they're going is is happening back home in africa if i was there it's possible that i could go through that struggle as well so it's just sharing each other's stories it's all about the stories and just uplifting ourselves because there's a lot of um negativity around there right um concerning our people us pulling ourselves down and you know we're not supporting each other so it's all about bridging that gap showing love and and educate ourselves you know because sometimes yeah. you tell certain people here about africa their their perception of africa is just totally wrong Different. yeah, yeah. And it's because of what the media has been feeding them you see mm-hmm. what i'm saying so mm-hmm. therefore they feel like and vice versa people back home tell them something about about maybe in the, the western world yeah the mm-hmm. they just think like oh no it's like this but they think it's always greener on this side but it's not always mm-hmm. like that so yeah so i'm really excited about that it's going to be interesting you know? yeah, it's, it's, it's okay. okay you're on the show as well you know <laughs> return the oh, favor so yeah thank you for talking about that and well let's just get right into it so i i invited you to the show so we could discuss you know self-identity crisis and problems with unemployment you know in general and all that and when we had discussions i realized that it was pretty much difficult for you because i remember you told me that you went through the system correctly like you went through the education system without any flaws without anything so you were thinking okay yeah i go here i'm done so i should get a job right exactly that yeah after uni after uni you didn't get a job after uni you were thinking like okay so what's next and we're a bit stranded and it caused you to get depressed you know gave you suicidal thoughts and all of that all of that and hearing that story was amazing because i feel like it's good enough to be shared on the platform so i'll just ask you what inspired you to become a motivational speaker right after you what made you want to be a motivational speaker i think you you kind of answered it for me to to be honest yeah yeah. what happened just to go briefly about what you said because when i basically follow the the structure that's been put in place for us as especially coming from an african household where you know you've been taught from early that you know you need to go to school go to university so you can land a good job and you know and yes and i follow that system and when i finished university uh unfortunately for me i was unemployed for three years so during that time yes so i had no money i was really broke you know i was i was a really at a low point in my life and i and i couldn't understand what i've done wrong because every day i would send like emails i will apply for jobs mm-hmm. yeah cv yeah. and every day there's not a single day that i wouldn't receive something unfortunately you've been unsuccessful unfortunately you've been unsuccessful mm-hmm. and it was just killing my spirit you know it was just mm-hmm. can you imagine like three years without no source of income or anything like that so a lot of you know family members helped me out during that time but still you know i wanted to start my career yeah so Mm -hmm. i was really at a low point to the point like you said i was very quite suicidal and everything and um and then one day you know i had a light bulb moment and i said to myself you know i've had enough if if no one's gonna hire me then i'm gonna hire myself Mm, so yeah that's that that was like a turning point to me i think we all get that moment in our life and Mm -hmm. some people Mm -hmm. don't act upon it and i decided to act upon i said you know what if Mm. no one's gonna hire me Mm. i'm just gonna hire myself so I always had this idea of starting an, an online media company. And so when that thought came to my head, the first thing that, um, um, you know, when you have these great ideas, you also have these negative thoughts. I said, but how are you going to start? Like, how are you going to start an online media company? You don't even have no money. You've been It's like, boy, sit back down. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know? What are you doing? Are you crazy? Are you mad? Yeah, exactly. Like, you must be crazy. Yeah. Like, you know, you ain't, got, you ain't got no money. I had no cameras as well, by the way. You ain't got no money Bruh. for no camera, no lights, no equipment, nothing. You must be crazy. And then, <laughs> and then funny enough, you know, yeah, so then I started to, you know, do a bit of meditating and I was just looking at, scribbling certain things down, you know, I was doing a bit of prayers. And then, and I heard a voice in my spirit saying like, look around and you will see. And I was thinking, what does that mean? Like, look around and see. And then I had another epiphany. It came to me and I was like, oh, I know why. It, basically what it means is that look at the resources that's available to you. You're not looking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? 
and then yeah. and then they all came back to me and I just realized that oh I know this person's got a camera this person's got lighting I know who Ooh. can have a studio so then Ooh. one by one yeah every single person that came to my head I'll call them I said listen this is what I want to do and everyone's like yeah that's amazing man you should do that you should do this and then I'll, I'll be willing to jump on board with this vision and then from there I started this the online media company it's called Unashamed TV let me plug it in there TV. yeah so yeah. so yeah so from there I mean, from early, you know, I'm answering your question. I just want people to get a whole picture. So from early, um, from early, I've always been someone who in my group of friends, always been the one to inspire people, motivate people. Like if you, if you tell me you've got a dream, you've got something that you want to do. I always be like, you can do it. You can do it. Come on. You Mm -hmm. can push forward, do it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So after that story broke out, um, I started getting a bit of attention. So I can start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in the UK, I start getting some uh, media attention because people were interested in how I was able to start uh, a media company with no funding, no equipment. In fact, no yeah, no funding, no equipment. Yeah. In fact, one story, that was the headline they, they wrote about me. One um, uh, media outlet wrote about me, you know, about the whole come up. So then they started to invite me to schools to come and speak and said, oh, you share your story. So I was just sharing yeah. my story in schools and whatnot. And then and I was like, one day in my house, I decided, you know what? I've always been someone to inspire people, motivate people. Let me go and do a video and put it online. Now, I don't know if, I don't know, but at that time, I'm not someone, someone that really want to put myself out there. So I'm thinking, no, I don't want to do that. It's going to sound a bit like corny. It's going to sound like people ain't going to mm-hmm. listen to me. Mm-hmm. You know, all these thoughts come to your head. It's like, oh, should I really do it? So I remember I actually <laughs> went to film. You know, I went to, are you, I, I'm someone I like to cancel my excuses. So I said, you know what? I've got, I've got my phone camera. So let me use mm-hmm. my phone camera to record. Let's just start with yeah, that, let me yeah. start. I, I, honestly, I really believe we'll start with the resources available to you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. thank you. So, yeah, because yes. I, I already had that experience with the media company. So now I knew that, oh, the secret in life, if you want to start anything, is just use the resources available to you. So I said, okay. Mm-hmm. I say, let me, let me record myself. But as I was recording myself, when I was done, I was, I was thinking, should I really post this? I shouldn't really post this. No, man. People, and I start thinking what people are going to think. People are going to like, what's he doing? Mm. You know. And you know, that's just, I don't know what it is like. It's probably the enemy speaking to you. It's just probably like, it is. you know. It is. Yeah, and, I, yeah, and I'm thinking too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking too much what other people are going to say rather than mm-hmm. paying attention to what mm-hmm. I'm supposed to do. Do you understand? So, doing, yeah. so anyway, yeah. after like hours and hours of <laughs> going back and forth. Contemplating. I said, you know what? Let me just post it. Yeah, I just posted. I think I loved that all my stuff. I'm trying to hear no comment, no bad comment. And funny enough, I think some hours later, I looked back in like, you know, thinking, okay, let's see what's it, what, what the reception is. And I had such a good reception, you know, everyone was like, nice. whoa, this is powerful, this was good. And I yes. said, whoa, 90% of the things we worry about normally don't even happen. So I was just thinking, I was even, why was I worrying about anyway? So then after that year, you know, yes. some people said, oh, you need to do more of this. And then, and then I started, I, I recorded myself, I was recording myself, recording myself. And then at that time, I, I didn't really have no one to help me to film. So I used to really do it like, quite low budget so i would maybe i'll, I'll put my phone against my my wall or something and i mm. and then sometimes my phone will crack you know my screen will crack and everything <laughs> oh man it was so bad <laughs> i'm telling you the struggle was so oh, real i didn't have a i didn't have a stand nothing but then kept going, kept going by yeah. the grace of god you know from there you know i was able to you know go on tv and stuff so i always tell people people always get amazed You're like how did you get on tv how did you get on Mm-hmm. I said, I always start with what I've got, man. If I didn't do those stuff, if my screen wasn't getting cracked, if I wasn't recording myself, I wouldn't be where I am today. So, today. yeah, so sorry, it's a bit of a long answer, but I really wanted people to get a no, picture of how I, I became. Mean, of yeah. course, of course. Go yeah, ahead. So, that's it, really. That's how I became into yeah. going to motivational speaking and, yeah. Speaking. Yeah. Ah. But honestly, this is extreme. I've, I've got goosebumps right now speaking to you because sometimes, I mean, I think that you even had it a bit too difficult than I did because mm. I feel like what I'm doing is also some sort of motivational speaking. Yeah. You know, I, I battle with so much dilemma. Like, I'm mm. always in a dilemma of like, the stuff I post on my Instagram. Yeah. I'm like, is this good enough? Do I want to go with this color theme? Mm. Do I want to post mm. this? You know, and I'm feeling like, 
this is content. Sometimes you post and you get as low as three right, likes. Right, right, right. But you don't need to stop. You need to keep right. going. Because like, I look at you now and I'm thinking, if you had given up back yeah. then, yeah. you wouldn't be where you are today. Yeah. So you are extremely an inspiration to us. Yeah. And thank you so much for that story. Let me, let me just come in much. just to add something small to what you said. Mm. You see what you're saying there, yeah? Right. A lot of times, yeah, anyone listening, you might be, you might post something online or you might do something and maybe only a few people show interest and you might get three likes, you might get only one or two customers. You know, sometimes people get too, they too much invested in, in the results than the actual process, you know. They, they just, they're just thinking about the results. You're just thinking about, oh, yes. they're just in love with the results, yes. but they're not yes. thinking about the process. Yes. And it's, yeah, process. and the process is what's going to lead you to the actual result that you want. You know, and Absolutely. and think about it. if you if you say to yourself, oh, I'm going to stop because I only get 10 likes, I'm getting no followers, nobody's buying my product, right. then guess what? Yeah, the thing that's in your head, the, the actual result that you want, you're never going to get there. Yeah, because it's there. consistency. You need consistency. You know, you need to go through that stage where only five people show up in your concert if you're a singer. Only five people show up in your concert. Bro, through that process you won't get me. you won't get a thousand people in your concert you won't get a sold out show you know what i'm saying but i think as you, maybe the times that we're in here because of social media we we always want to think quick like we, we're not patient we just oh i'm all about the results you just think too much about the results and and i used to tell myself that as well at the beginning when i was like oh i'm spending so much time doing these videos no one's really watching and i'm thinking rudolph you're not you're paying too much attention to the result think about the message the reason if one person's getting inspired by this you're, you're doing your job you know what i'm saying so eventually it will lead up to something great so that's all i wanted to add to it so yeah awesome. yeah i mean that's enough sugar in the Yes, Coco Ama, yeah? Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah. Coco Ama, indeed. Okay, so um, I have another question about what it was like being at a low point in your life, like into more detail, okay. like, you know, talking about your emotions, how you were coping with the uh, disheartening emails and all that yeah. kind of stuff, yeah. you know, how did you cope? Oh uh, man, I, 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 w- I, wouldn't, I wouldn't really wish that even on my worst enemy, to be mm. honest, that it's not a place that you want to be at, you know, because you, you lose self-identity, self-worth, your self-esteem goes all the way down and you yeah. you, you feel like nobody loves you. And most importantly, you don't even love yourself. So for me, I, I, for me, it actually started in, I think it was either my last year of university. It was actually building up. I don't know because mm-hmm. there was times here I was at my university hall year and I don't know if I've even shared it with anyone where... I'm be honest with you, man. I felt like jumping out of the window because I felt like a failure. Because I was, I think I was living on the third floor or something. And I was like, yo, I might as well end my life right now because the things that I want to do, I'm not even doing it. I'm, I'm like a failure. And I, and I was rushing myself. I'm like, I'm this age right now. I wanted to be this at this age. And, you know, you don't I don't have, have it. it. So mm-hmm. I was just going through every day. I was going through deep depression. And I remember one time I even went to a point where I t- even text my mother like and um where I was living I was studying in in Birmingham and obviously my family's in London so it's maybe it's like a two hours journey for those that are not familiar about two and a half hours so yeah, yeah I remember texting my mother saying you know what I don't want to live anymore you know I'm, I'm tired you know like I think I, I can't remember exactly what I put yeah but she knew that it was a <laughs> suicidal text and obviously can you imagine any mother your, mm. your son send you something mm. like this and you know he's two and a half hours where you're just panicking two and a half hours yeah he's away. just panicking thinking oh, oh and she's just calling me i think i wasn't even answering the call i was just a, a low point and um yeah, yeah so i wouldn't wish that on anyone you know and i think the first thing is the negative talks that you're telling yourself things that are not true about yourself you know what i'm saying and and that's yeah. what i was doing i was telling myself i was a bit impatient i was telling myself oh i'm not i'm not worthy i'm not I'm not doing what I'm doing. I'm not important. You know, all these things. And mm. the reason why I got into that stage, firstly, because I felt like I wasn't doing what I was supposed to do. Whatever, even the course that I was doing in university, I just felt like, okay, I'm doing this. But it wasn't what you were Yeah, I to felt be. like, no, maybe I wasn't supposed to be here. Like, yeah, so wow. it was just a lot of, you know, I was battling myself, really. You know, I was battling with myself. So only God knows how I came out of that, you know, because I was really... And then I came out of it, you know, and then when, when I finished university, obviously I was happy. And then I went back into that stage mm-hmm. again because, like, yeah, back when I when stage, I told you about yeah. when I was unemployed, I went back to it. I was thinking, oh, so 
maybe I'm really not supposed to be here and stuff like that. And I'm thinking now, I look back, it's like, imagine if I did all of that. Now people are telling me they're getting blessed by my videos, they're getting inspired. Mm, I'm thinking, mm, you know, the sure. world would have lost, you know, a young motivational speaker. Mm, and it's sad, yeah. really. But that's yeah. why I always say, yeah, we shouldn't make a, a permanent mm. decision over something mm. that's only temporary. Because what I was going through was only temporary, like, you know, but at that moment, it felt like mm. this is my life. So, yeah, it's going to last forever. forever. And and me, exactly, and me killing myself, it's a permanent decision. I can't undo that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't I can't. Resurrect. I'm not Christ, you know what I'm saying? I can't resurrect <laughs> after three days. So, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that the headline, the guy died and he rose. Yeah, died and it rose again. Yeah, but now for real. So yeah, yeah. so that that level of um, pressure, man, I wouldn't wish that on no one. And and if anyone's listening to us and you're going through that, all I want to encourage, like, listen, whatever you're going through, just know that it's a season. It's building you up. Like, come out of that dark place because you, if you're thinking of killing yourself, you think of hurting yourself, harming yourself, it's only a temporary situation. You doing that here, it's going to do something that's permanent and you can't undo. And I always, you know, one thing I used to tell myself, I think there's a saying that said, the worst person you could meet is the person you could have become, but you never became that person. I don't know if you. Yeah. Let me repeat yeah. that again. The worst person yeah, that um, the worst person you can meet at the end of your life is the person you could have become, but you never became that person. So in other words, what I'm trying to say, like, say I always have this this image in my head that say if you die and then you meet the the creator and he shows you, oh, you know, why are you why are you here, like. Yeah, look, let me show you what you should have done. I know you're going through this right now, but this time next year, you were supposed to do this, this and that. I think most people will faint. Like, they're like, what? Like, can I go back? No, you can't go back. It's it's too late. You see what I'm saying? So that's something in my head. Like, listen, that's the the worst person you can meet. So we have to become all that we're created to be. And we can't use our pain, like our pain or our season of, you know, when we're down and we're depressed. We can't use that as mm-hmm. a means to kill ourselves, to be like, let me end my life. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We shouldn't do that because yeah. there's, yeah. I'm telling you, after this year, come say, after this season, you'll see what, you know, what the creator will do in your life. Like, mm. so, mm. Yeah. yeah. So that's all I wanted to see. Anyone going through that, be inspired. I'm telling you, you're going to come out of it. I'm telling you, you're going to come sure. out of it. Sure. Amen. Yeah. absolutely like looking out or waiting to you know hear people tell me that yo this part of the podcast was deep <laughs> I, I per- you, you just ministered oh that's me, good bro. like you have no that's idea good. and what i want to let you know is that i don't think that you're done because mm. like you know it's a yeah. process right and i don't even think that this is the result of right, what you're doing right. there's so much more right. to come i believe I so as well because you are doing amazing oh, for all. You thank you no so idea. much. Like coming from you, yeah, I feel I feel like I made it. Like Coco Ama, you know. <laughs> you even be on your show, please, I feel amazed. Please, I feel amazed. Please, please. I feel Bro, I feel blessed. Please, yeah. thank you. Now you're doing well as well with this thing you're starting. Like I you spoke of, of air, I told you as well that this is something that you know mm-hmm. people need, you know. So you what you're doing is amazing. Yeah. 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 Thank no you problem. so much, Brad. Thank you. All right. Anyway, the third or the fourth question is, what were some of the problems or setbacks you had last start? I think you've already talked about that, which is you not having enough uh, equipment, not having good lighting, yeah, resources. We, we can skip that for now. Okay. So, how did you transform? How did you transform such toxic or bad energy into fuel to motivate yourself into becoming a better version? Well, I, b- I believe that comes a point in your life where you got to tell yourself enough is enough, you know. And I and I had that moment yeah. where, yeah. the first moment was when, like I said, when I constantly can you imagine every single day you open up for three years you open up and you say, oh, you've been unsuccessful, you've been unsuccessful, you've been unsuccessful. It will do something to you, mm-hmm. yeah, constantly, constantly. and. Yeah. So I said to myself, you know, I had a, a moment. I said to myself, enough is enough. I'm tired of this. Yeah, yeah I acted on it. Because one thing I realized here, yeah, mm. a lot of times people believe that somebody will come and save you, but no one's going to come and save you. And like, that's the truth of the matter. True. You know, True. you know, that's the truth of the matter. No one is going to come here and say, okay, you know, let me help you out of this situation, this and that. You need to start something for people to see your value, you see mm. what you bring to mm. the best in you. Mm. So I had a moment when I said to myself, 
enough is enough. Yeah. I have to do something. Yeah. And and I think it's a point in everyone's life. Yeah. If you haven't had that yet, there's gonna be a point in your life when you're gonna say yeah. enough is enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I remember um taking back to our history. Um, there's a woman called Rosa Parks who was, mm. you know, with the mm. story of her. Yeah. You know, she was always at the back of the bus, and then one day. You know, she was saying that the area where it was only supposed to be for white, white people. people. Yeah. Yo. And then, you know, the story goes that there was a person who was white that wanted to take the seat and she said, no. Mm. And I, for me, that moment was, it. she yeah. said to herself, it's enough. Yeah, and the question I'm asking myself, what triggered her mm-hmm. that, that particular that morning, yes. <laughs> that day, every single day, you go and sit at the back, but that day something triggered her and said, she you know what, enough, enough. Yeah, why am I, you know, um, you go back to, you know, if you take it to the biblical text, you remember um, the story of the prodigal son and, mm. you know, he took his, he took his riches and he, he spent all his money and whatnot. Women, food and yeah, and, and the pleasure of life and everything. And then the, the, it teaches us that at one point of his life, he was eating with pigs. Pigs. You know, and and, mm-hmm. and then and the scripture used this particular phrase. He said he came to himself. Himself. Like, came know, to his and senses. then he said to himself, yeah. yeah, he said to himself, enough is enough. Why mm-hmm. am I eating with pigs? Because mm-hmm. he was, I believe that he was rationalizing and he was thinking, even the servants in my, in my dad's home, That's how it's better than, yeah. mm-hmm. they're even better than me. So why am I here eating with pigs? With like, pigs. He came to himself. Yeah. So I yeah. believe that most people need to come mm. to themselves mm. you need to come to yourself and say to yourself wait hold on a minute mm. uh, there's more to come from me there's mm. more you know, mm. i can do more and then until you get to that stage when you, you just enough is enough yeah i have to do something i have to start my podcast i have to start my business i have to become a better person i need mm. to uh, you know whatever your whichever endeavor you're in here you need to tell yourself enough is enough it's yeah. my time i need to make something work for me so i think for me that's i had that moment you know and it had a moment where i said like i'm tired you know i want to make myself count i'm here for a reason i'm here for a purpose and that's what i believe i believe every single one of us every one of us listening you're here for a purpose mm. you know you're not, you're not here you're not an accident you're not a biological mm. mistake you you know you just didn't turn up here because you coming to make numbers or you're part of a statistic no you're actually mm. here for Purpose, purpose, and, yeah. and you need to you need to discover it so yeah the, so for me i had that moment where i said mm. to myself enough is enough you know mm. i came to myself <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying so yeah if you, didn't get, if you don't get anything from this podcast tell yourself i need to come to myself <laughs> <laughs> enough, enough. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Yeah. yes yes that's relatable and yeah. as you're speaking i mean all i'm just thinking about is the time we met i think i think we met in 2013 yeah that was yes. time we went for the uh, the church camp and all of that. Yes, yeah. Was it in Kent yeah. or so? No, I think I it was in um. Was it? Well, I forgot where it was. It was in Kent. I I remember it was in Kent. No, it was um. It was it was actually in, in Stoke. It was in Stoke. Oh. We went um to university. Yeah, to university. Oh. Right. Yeah, Stoke, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kiel, yeah. yeah, it was University K- Stoke. E-E-L-E, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stoke. Yeah. That's true, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry <laughs> yeah. about that. So, yeah, I remember <laughs> that time, and I'm thinking, yeah. you looked fine. Or, like, yeah. all during that time, you looked fine. And yeah. sometimes people just don't know that you're going through something, you know, like... That's about yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because I, I, I would never have thought that riddle had suicidal thoughts or riddle yeah. had depression. And, I mean, just thinking about that, that just came to my mind just now and that was pretty scary yeah but I'm just that's the thing yeah people um especially now even when i tell people they're like because i'm always happy they see me like mm-hmm. i'm always mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm. first i'm always happy it's like you can't go through so like, i'm telling you that i went through a moment where i was like huh. i wanted to end everything i wanted to end everything but like you said sometimes here yeah, we we in front of people we can seem okay but mm-hmm. people are fighting mm-hmm. personal battles you know mm-hmm. people are trying to fight fighting personal mm-hmm. battles that they sometimes they're afraid to share with other people because other people, instead yeah. of people are going to mock them make fun of them so not believe them yeah. exactly exactly yeah. so it's true definitely. yeah oh well well i mean this conversation is going somewhere yeah <laughs> i believe so as well it is it, it, i can't wait to see the statistics and all of that so um would you say that you left the pain hurting and confusion with the past version of you and does it really get better you know the whole struggle with one self-identity does it really get better do you still battle with stuff like that like relapses and discouraging thoughts i mean as long as we're human beings we're always we're always gonna you know struggle 
once in a while. Yeah, I won't say I, I'm not in that place anymore where mm-hmm. I feel like I want to jump out the window or anything yeah. like that. I want to, yeah. you know, kill myself or anything. But there are times where I'm extremely hard of myself because I'm someone, I'm from a, a sporting background. So mm-hmm. I'm very competitive. So I'm, mm-hmm. I always see like my, my own competitions myself. So I, at times I set certain goals for myself. And when I don't feel like I'm going towards that goals, I can be hard on myself. And then sometimes it can take me a little bit to a bit of a, you know, would I say depression? Not depression. Mm-hmm. A bit hard on myself. Be like, hard on oh, can I really yeah, do this? You know, maybe doubt myself. Yeah, maybe yeah. doubt myself. Like, can I really do this? Am I really mm-hmm. going to do this and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. And then uh, sometimes people have to, you know, my, one of my closest friends will say t- to me, like, listen, look at all the great things you've achieved. Like, why are you so hard? So, yeah, at times when I'm hard on myself, I can't go back into that little state, that little relapse there, you know. But yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's to that point where, that point we would yeah. yeah. But I think as long as we, we're humans, you know, our life is life is it's a roller coaster, it's up and down, you know, you're not always on a high. You know, yeah. down as well. Yeah. I'm saying that life is lived in seasons, so you need to understand the season you're in. There's a time when you're gonna just be sowing. You're just gonna be sowing. You're just gonna be so. You're gonna mm-hmm. see fruits. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see five lights, ten mm-hmm. lights. You're gonna see mm-hmm. how I'm buying your products. You know, you're gonna see everything. And then there's a season where, when you can overcome the sowing season, then you're just reaping left, right. You're just like, yes. oh. And yeah. most people get attracted to a season of when we're reaping and then they think, oh, yeah, yeah. And they want to do the same thing, but they don't know the journey that it took you to get there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that you started off, that you started off with nobody was listening to your podcast. Mm. Nobody mm-hmm. was paying attention. Mm-hmm. Nobody was buying your products. No one was interested in your service. No one was mm-hmm. interested in watching my motivational video. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's a process. Yeah. yeah so yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, I do get when I'm hard on myself when I'm once again, but I don't I snap out quickly because I mm. realize I know mm. that I can't mm. take myself in that there. I can't put myself in that situation again. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you already answered the question I was about to ask, which <laughs> is how you take care of yourself, you know, oh, whenever okay. you go into yeah. That's that's. Yeah, I would say something on that. Surround yourself. Okay. With, surround yourself with, with people that are gonna push. Mm. It's very important. Mm. I always make um, this quote that I would say this quote that you're the average of the five people you hang around with. You know what I'm saying? So mm. people, if you look at your phone, your call log, and you look look at the people you've been texting or the people you surround, mm. those five mm. people that come up constantly or the you know you're gonna be you're gonna reflect them. So mm. if you, mm. you want to be positive, you want to be moving towards, you got to find people who are moving towards that direction. You know, I think mm-hmm. especially with yeah. young people, we struggle with that because we want to stay faithful to our friends and that. But yeah. sometimes you need to know certain people are only seasonal friends. They come into your life season, you know, and, and the uh-huh. season you're going to, you can't afford to take them because they're going to drag you back. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and that's the struggle they were like oh well, I want to be loyal to my friend now I'm not saying you should cut them off completely but so for example if you're spending a week with them you, sp- you spend a day with them you spend a day with them start spending an hour with them do you know what I'm saying I yeah, so yes. you need to limit and let, let and the more you push yourself forward you're going to realise those people are going to go back in a, you know, mm. I end up not even talking to them and it's not that to say that maybe you're better than them or anything but it's just that no. isn't no. You, where you're going to you can't afford to take, take certain certain traits with you, like you know. And I think a lot of young people and just people in general are struggling with this. They they, they yes. don't understand that certain people yes. are only there to be your friend through high school or through middle school or whatever. Yeah. But you're through still the pandemic. To, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. You're still trying to drag them to your next season, and and uh-huh. and a lot of time people project their fears onto you. So, for example, you, if I'm your friend and and maybe I wanted to chase my dream, but I'm afraid, and I see you. Oh, you're so bold, Kokama. You, you're going out there. And I'm thinking, mm. well, how come she has so much boldness? No, let me talk mm. her out of it so that we can be on the same level. They want to yeah. be on the same level, so they'll talk you out of it. And then you start thinking to yourself, oh, you know, maybe what Rudolph is saying is true, you know. Let me just mm. forget the podcast mm. it's long. No, you need to realize that you need to surround yourself with people that'll be telling you, nah, this podcast thing is amazing. Keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Keep pushing, yeah. keep working. Yeah. Our, our environment is so important. It shapes us. People mm-hmm. underestimate mm-hmm. our surroundings. It's very important. It's very, very important. You know what I'm saying? So uh, that's one thing I would say that if you want to take care of yourself, get away from people with toxic energy, negative vibes, mm-hmm. you know, surround yourself with positive vibes, people that 
pushing forward. Mm. I always one thing I like to say to myself that I always want to be the least smartest in my group, you know, because mm. so that I can mm. learn from people ahead of me. You can learn. Yeah, yeah. It's like that's how it is. So yeah, that's what I would tell them. I hope yeah. someone's been, you know, encouraged and inspired through this podcast, honestly. I bet I can bet my last penny on that. I haven't got money, but I can bet my. I think I've got. I think I've got twenty pesos left in my account. I can bet. My I don't believe you. <laughs> Yo, no, 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 no. I see you on Instagram with the Gucci yeah. bags, like. Right. What are you talking about? Gucci bags. <laughs> no, it's, no. I was making notes on that. I mean, your environment, your surroundings, yeah. your your immediate circle. That is Very that important. is extremely true. And I love the fact that you said we shouldn't cut them off completely. I have a different mm. approach that I cut mm. people off sharp. Like I'm yeah. gone. Yeah. And I think that's not too good. Yeah. You know, I feel like you as you said, if you talk to them seven days a week, you can start reducing it to one day and it gets down to one hour. And all of a sudden, I mean if they're supposed to be in your life, yeah. they would keep yeah. you know, they would try to be there. But if you don't for you personally, just give yourself boundaries and exactly. all of that kind of stuff. But I think only the person involved can can decide that because I in my life I've, there's people I've cut down completely because I know where mm-hmm. I'm going mm-hmm. I can't take them yeah so yeah I'm not here yeah, I can't tell you oh you should cut everyone completely but you would know yeah. if you know that this person exactly. is too toxic some people let me tell you the first people that will post us I uh, think are our family members now those people are very mm. hard to cut off completely he's <laughs> not really spoiled. I like that you laughed at that <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying I like that but I'm just saying like <laughs> no I get you if I mean, any of them listening trust me I'm not going to shake any of my siblings if they're listening but, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that sometimes you, you have family members who you, you might you live with them you know what I'm saying or they mm-hmm. cousins or something and yeah. They are those are the first people that are gonna throw you off your game because I'll tell you why because the people that are familiar with us they always see us in one way because they see yeah. oh isn't that that small cocaine why is she starting mm-hmm. us? Why she started yeah yeah no, they still see what does she know what kind of life experience is? but they don't know that you're not the same person that you was like five mm-hmm. years ago ten years ago so so maybe spending time with that family member that you you spend like a whole day with you need to start cutting down the hours like. You speak to your cousin. You speak to your cousin once a week, mm-hmm. or if you speak to him uh, um, daily, you speak to him one hour. Like every, you know, say you need to cut it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people you have to cut out completely. You know what I'm saying? It, and time and time, if you go back to the biblical text. There's times where even God will tell someone, "Oh, leave that person behind. You have to move forward." You know what I'm saying? Leave mm-hmm. that person behind. You know, it will tell you. Or he will tell you that. Or um, what's that? Oh, I forgot a quote. Yeah, if your if your right hand is going to lead you to hell, yeah, you have to cut off exactly. your right hand. Exactly. Then put your entire yeah. body in the in the, the pits of hell. Yeah. Exactly. So there you go. So everything's. Hey, Buddha, I actually know my Bible more than you. No, but you know what? <laughs> That's not the quote I was looking for. But yeah, yeah, you <laughs> go. Oh, is it? Obviously, I didn't want to show you up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I was looking for? I was looking for, I think it's in Provis, when he says, um, it's similar to that quote, show me your friend, I'll show you your character. Mm. You know that? Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. The Bible scholars are going to roast me here. But, yeah, but they get the idea what I'm trying to say. What we- I think they do, yeah. Yeah, true, true. Awesome, awesome. We are about to, like, wrap up. I mean, it's been an amazing conversation. I wish we could go on and on and on. But um, so far, we've seen what you went through, how you coped, what you're doing to take care of yourself, what you're doing, um, if you're perfect, and all of that, all of that. You're not perfect. No. Right? no. Um, that's, that's something that I'm glad you answered because people think you're perfect. No. Fam. No. If I was perfect, yeah. I wouldn't have to learn and all that stuff now. You don't want to get into that same man. You always want to be a, a continuous learner. Always, always. Yeah. Always, yeah. Always. That's good. That's good. Okay, so what would you tell people listening who are struggling with unemployment and self-identity crisis? Tell us something. What would you like them to hear? First of all, I'd like to let you know that you're not here because you're a biological mistake. You're not here because you're an experiment. Not here to make up numbers. You're not a statistic. There's something that the creator wants you to do. There's, There's a reason for you being here. 
you you were born with and for a purpose you've got a purpose you know and always remember that that you are this is your movie this life is your movie don't become an extra in your own movie i want to remember mm. that sometimes mm. you know, they mm. they place other people as the uh, as the main star in their own movie no this is your movie and you can't be the extra in your own movie you need to discover why you was created why you're here it's very important number two if you're struggling with unemployment like this is why i want it similar to what i did you need to start you need to start looking at the resources that's available to you you need to start looking yeah. at the resources available to you so you might be listening to me and you, you want to go into business for example you need to start looking at people who are offering you know um apprentice in and and in a certain field that you're trying to do you start looking at the resources available to you because always remember to tell yourself why I told myself I need to hire myself find something that you can do right now that's going to attract people to you do you know what I'm saying and that's what happened to me once i started that i'm getting emails here oh can you come and speak at our school can you come and do this interview with us do you understand what i'm saying so if you're listening to me and you're unemployed you're down and you feel like you know nothing good can come out of this i'm telling you look down there's a gift that you have all of us have something that we can offer the world that's why i said you need to discover your purpose once you find yeah. that uniqueness and you serve it to the to the world you know you pr- you produce something called value and when you ha- once you have value mm. then everyone comes to you the the reason why we like the people we like is because they give us some sort of value that we enjoy value. you know whether it's a musician an entertainer or a doctor or whatever they give us some sort of value you know what i'm saying and, uh, you need to find out your value you need to find out what you're good at and you need to serve it to the world you know what i'm saying serve it to the world and we live in a great time where we have social media we can advertise ourselves we can promote ourselves we can market ourselves so that's why i'll tell anyone struggling right now look around and you'll see same thing that i heard in my in my spirit look around you'll see and you'll see that you know there's something that you can start on today you know and that's all i want to tell them you know you have a purpose remember that you have a purpose all right yeah so anyone listening who's struggling with unemployment i think if you are in any part of the world especially in ghana you can absolutely relate and as rudolf is saying look around you whatever you've got work with that don't wait to you know wallow or be thinking i need to get better equipment i need to get this i need to get that before i start whatever you've got mm. at that moment start working with it and as he said value comes with that and trust me as we started getting emails and all of that i pray that everyone listening who's unemployed trust. taps into that grace amen and also begins to see results when they start working with what they have amen, amen. awesome 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 I mean, you're supposed to call me also for Mami Coco. Oh, sorry. Know. I didn't know you were supposed to call me. <laughs> Coco, that's Chanel's shop, not mine. Yeah, shout out to Coco Chanel there. That's my best friend. Yes, Coco, good, good, shout very, out to you. Very good person, man. She's got a good heart. Mm-hmm. Amazing person. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. All right, so the last question right. is, tell us about your self-care routine during the COVID. You know how everybody's minds are all over the place. People are losing it. Yes. You know, I got an email three days ago from my workplace in the UK. I got laid off. Right. 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 And as, as I was sitting down, I was thinking, even I'm, even I, I don't really need that job yet, yeah? but I'm thinking, you know, this is sad because people are being laid off, right? Because I'm not even there to be working. So they obviously have to lay me yeah. off and make room for people who need the job, right? And I had another friend of mine texting me today. He's from Romania and he said that, people are homeless he said something that was so deep he said i feel like if people lose their jobs and then they lose hope suicide will become rampant and that kills everybody not just risk groups mm. does that make sense yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's like the, right the covid is killing people right but then if because of the covid people aren't being laid off people will actually commit suicide because people are actually being pushed out of their homes because they can't pay rent and all that kind of stuff so how are you dealing with all this how are you taking care of yourself because i know you go out to schools mm. and all of that i know that's a source of income yeah. for you as well so how do you take care of yourself you know in this time what do you do are there things you do that make you feel better your mental health and all that's, of that that's, that's, that's a great question because it is it's an unprecedented times that we live in when you look at every country shut their borders and you know you can't travel and in the uk we had a lockdown uh-huh. 
we had a very long love and um how i look at it, it i believe life is all about you know your perspective like how you look at things you know mm-hmm. so i treated it a little bit different. I, I, at first i was like oh this is not good this is not bad. but i look at it like, look at this is the most mm-hmm. time that i've had in a very long time so i actually locked mm-hmm. in when i say mm-hmm. locked in it's like i really I remember, I, I think I even came on social media and I'll start working on some new projects that I was working on. Like, you know, I really, mm-hmm. the amount of work that I've put in in those two, three months here is unbelievable. And some of the stuff here, I'm going to mm-hmm. be releasing in the next in the next few months and people will start to see what I've been doing during the quarantine time. So mm-hmm. I believe you can look at it as a, a season of preparation. You know, I believe we all, like I said earlier mm-hmm. in, at the beginning of the show, that everything is in seasons. So we're Actually, this season that we're in is quite challenging. You know, like I said, people are losing their jobs, mm-hmm. people are, are losing mm-hmm. their homes and stuff like that. It's, it's, yeah. it's time. So me even saying something like, "Oh, you know, it's a season preparation." If you're just looking at it like how it is, you're gonna be like, "Yeah, what are you talking about? I've just lost my house. I've just lost my this." But I look at it that there's people during this pandemic are becoming millionaires because they're finding different things you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. people are becoming millionaires yeah. because they, yeah. they, they found out okay yeah. everyone's at home now let me start this thing let me market this let me start this some people have found they found themselves during this pandemic some people very similar to you some people started their podcast show it's like wow too much time you know let me do something let me mm-hmm. do this some people are starting writing books some people do you know what i'm saying people are finding themselves. Mm-hmm. while some people mm-hmm. are stressing some mm-hmm. people out there making billions you yeah. know they, they're using this so it's all about yeah. how you want to look at you know the opportunity and yes yeah. of course you know it's like i said um not trying to be insensitive for anything there's we've lost so many people i'm telling mm-hmm. you that this covid stuff mm-hmm. is very it's not a good thing you know you've lost people have lost family members friends loved ones and all this stuff but why i want to encourage someone listening to me that it's very easy during this time to go into a depression state like you wake up Ain't got nothing to do you mm-hmm. especially those that live by themselves i always think about those people like, mm-hmm. so they just Same. in their room or in a small apartment mm-hmm. and they just you know loads of things will come to their head i just want to Same just want everyone to said. realize that we're going through a season of preparation and the most important thing in season of preparation is to actually prepare yourself because when preparation meets opportunity it equals success so i believe that mm-hmm. after the season of preparation mm-hmm. people are going to get opportunities and mm-hmm. and you might tell yourself oh but i wasn't ready now you had plenty of time during this covid time to prepare yourself mm-hmm. you know it might be like reading mm-hmm. more books it might be like there's so many things you know you know you're listening to me you know exactly what i'm talking about because i'm not I speak to the humans, mm-hmm. the human heart, like so. You know what I'm talking about. So there's something that you can prepare yourself that that when the opportunity presents itself, it could be 2021, 2021 might be our best year ever. You know what I'm saying? And then, and mm-hmm. Your preparation mm-hmm. 2020. What did you do during these difficult times? Were you just getting distracted by the media and what they were feeding us and all this stuff, or were you just looking mm-hmm. at your current situation that you've been laid off? You know, maybe some people are losing their jobs because. There's, is this an opportunity to, to save more money and maybe, maybe you got five bedroom house and you money. only need a two yeah. bedroom house and that will cut some money for you, you can save some mm. money so you can invest in your business or other things. So mm. it's all about perception, mm. how you want to look at it. That's how yeah. I look at it. That's yeah. how I dealt with it. I yeah. dealt with it like, you know, this is how I'm going to deal with it. This is the most time I've ever had, you know, so I'm going to really work myself. I'm going to really work and so I can produce more value for the people. I can produce more videos, more content, mm. more this, you know. And that's how I looked at it. So, mm. um, yeah. So I would just encourage people just to, yeah, just, yeah, perspective. perspective. And also use it as a season of preparation. Prepare yourself, prepare yourself. Because I believe that mm. after, because after mm. bad, good must come. Like, that's how I see it. There's no way after this year, we have to, yeah. yeah it's just it's a cycle. Yes, we have to. And once you understand that, you won't mm. struggle in life. Once you realize that. Mm. So uh, that's why we tell people, if you're broke right now, it only means that, <laughs> You exactly. have to become exactly. Exactly. rich. Unless you're not Amen. working yourself, but if you know you're headed towards the right thing, yeah. it's a season. Yeah. You know, yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say. Nice. Like I, I like the part about you saying that immediately you see bad, then yeah. there's about to be it's, good yeah, it mix. It's just the laws, I believe it's the laws that God put in place. Like, you know, it's just a season. Mm. Yeah. Because it's like we said, they'll 
mm. there will be no excitement if you always was on a high man you know so, and you, if you were always on a low mm. then it wouldn't be good mm. as well so life is a roller coaster so yeah it, also, you know, it, it creates yeah. the balance for yeah, us both. in life so that's how i see it. so that's how i always see it. when we go through bad stuff like oh that means something good like i believe maybe next year well, we'll about, about some people about to eat like when i eat like they're about to make some serious mm. money or they're about to live a life of purpose they're about to get a promotion <laughs> you know yeah, about to the house, house whatever, whatever wow. their dreams is, they're about to tap into as long as they're serious and they're working towards it. Yeah, working towards it. Yeah, I like that. You can't just sit idle and expect things to come to you. Faith without work is dead, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, faith without work is dead. So, um, ah, thank you so much thank for you coming for having on the me. show. I'm absolutely thank you. thankful. Thank you. you have no idea. I mean, the number of lives you'll be touching today, um, I, so, I can't wait. I so. can't wait. Pray I can't so. wait. For real. So, you can follow uh, Rudolf on Instagram at rudolf.brinya. His Rudolf is yes, F, very not important. <laughs> very important. <laughs> yes. And his Brinya is, has got an H at the end so it's b-r-e-n-y-a-k-h brainer so that's pretty much it for today thank you kokama thank you honestly it's been a blessing to spend time with you and your listeners it was great it's been great i hope that everyone will you know you'll take something out of this you know whatever you take for just act upon it that's the last thing i want to say whatever you take from it act upon it not tomorrow not next week right now because guess what next year from now you're gonna you're gonna tell yourself i wish i started last year so yeah all right now okay mm. All right, then. Mm. blessings mm. All right then, so that was Rudolf Brenya all the way from the United Kingdom talking to us about unemployment and self-identity crisis and his personal struggles with unemployment. Whatever it is you learned from this podcast or whatever it is you picked up from this podcast, don't hesitate to let me know. Don't hesitate to text us on Instagram, send us a DM. If you've got my personal number, you can text me. If you've got our email address as well, it's open to everybody text us email us let us know what you think thank you so much and have a good day and remember to spread love wherever you go bye as always thank you for listening you can follow us on instagram at the painkillers.podcast looking for someone to talk to about something you're going through don't hesitate to send us an email at painkillers.helpline at gmail.com. And if you want to join this community while providing support in terms of finance or kind, you can email us at assist.painkillers.team, T-E-A-M, at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share this episode with your friends. You might just be saving someone's life. Music is by Lacrembo and Paul Xavier. And thanks to my graphic designers.